Hello, hello. Welcome to Think, Feel, Eat, episode number 21, one big food decision you must make ahead of time. This is kind of a two-parter. You know how I always get into two-parters and three-parters and four-parters. Okay. Um, but this is a kind of a two-parter. This week is going to be the one big food decision that you need to make ahead of time. And then next week is going to be the daily decide ahead of time. So today I have a cool, cool um, handout. It's actually very extensive. Took weeks and weeks for my tech girl and I to make it. It is the helpful food list and that will be at donnerish.com forward slash um, think, feel, eat. donnerish.com forward slash perfect storm. Okay, that will be there with this video. So you can get that handout there. I'm gonna be sharing it on my screen today. So if you are listening on iTunes or some other podcast platform, you can grab that handout and you can have that in front of you. We're actually gonna have two different handouts going on today. We're gonna to, uh, go back and look at the uh, pick a protocol packet from a couple weeks ago. And then we are going to look at the helpful food list. So this week is a big food decisions. This is a big food decision. The one thing that you need to decide ahead of time and next week will be the daily uh, decisions that you need to make and how we need to do those ahead of time. So um, let's start out with um, the pick a protocol. All right, the last two weeks we've had self-integrity. I hope that th that was episodes 19 and 20. I hope you went last week and got your ABCs of self-integrity tool, sarahdonnarish.com. Um, fantastic tool, derivative, uh, BJ Foggs. Um, ABCs of Habits and some training we had 30 years ago from Greg Harris and the Advanced Homeschooling Workshop. Put that all together, gave it some of my own names because you know I do like to name things myself and, um, and have that there for you. It is crucial in every area of life. Okay, those of you who are like, well, I'm not really working on weight loss. If you're working on weight management, all of this still applies. If you are not working on weight at all, but you want self-integrity around, um, around uh, exercise, around doing what you say you're gonna do, around relationships, around anger, around over-drinking, around um, time-wasting. I mean, it just, it just works for everything. All right, now. I have a new goal, another new goal. It's actually an old goal, but I'm really, really going to try to do it. <laughs> and that is I'm going to try to keep the podcast episodes under 30 minutes. So um, I'm watching the clock, going to keep looking up there and checking the time. And I'm going to be careful with my time um, because I, I, your time is valuable to me. I want you to learn everything that I have for you. But I also know that if it gets too long, too laborious, too much information in one episode, then what happens is um, we don't do it at all, right? We don't do anything that's too big, right? That's the bottom line. If it's too big for us, we just don't do it. So I need to take my own advice with that. So without further ado, the one big food decision you must make ahead of time is um, also known as food rules or your food list. All right, so we talked um, in 16, uh, 17, 18, and 19, I think, about the six protocols and that I'm using with my clients. Of course, you can, and it's available to you also, and you don't have to choose one of those six, 
but I went in great detail about those six. So I'm gonna show that just for a second because your food list, your big decision ahead of time, your food list, I did something wrong there, so sorry. Try this, okay. Your food list, here's your ABCs of self-integrity. Go pick that up. All right, your food list will be um, based on your protocol, okay? So if you remember right, we have the perfect storm of weight loss, and that is bringing together everything that will make you successful. Okay, just a really, really quick overview here. Um, the perfect storm has three pillars. Pillar one, is food decided ahead? And that's what this week and next week's episodes are going to be about. Um, but we had to lay the groundwork, like what would be a good protocol for you? What are the foundations of a good protocol as they apply to these three pillars? And then what are some good protocols that might work? Of course, if I have a client who comes and says, I don't want to use one of those six, I want to do this, I can totally make that happen. I understand enough about macronutrients, enough about fasting, enough about um, uh, protein and carbs and fat and, and just um, hunger, cravings, appetite, thoughts, <laughs> that I can make any protocol work, right? We all know that any protocol works. True, right? We know it. We have lost weight in protocols that today people poo-poo all the time. They're like, oh, remember Jane Fonda and the low fat? Oh my word, that's so stupid. I lost 100 pounds on it. <laughs> and I was the smallest I've ever been in my entire life, right? So we know that everything works. The question is, how does it fit here, okay? Remember our goal was to create a food intake caloric deficit that takes you to the intake that's needed for your right size body. So what do you need to do? Uh, without creating over hunger, without eating over 20% of fun foods, without creating over-desire, without taxing your energy, without increasing your cortisol and making you so stressed you can't stay on it, without having an empty stomach too much during your eating window. Uh, we don't have an empty stomach once we're fat adapted. Fasting takes care of the fasting time. We don't have to worry about that. Um, we got some new course members just this week. Um, so they're enjoying the July course already and learning that. Uh, decreasing serotonin and joy, yes. Food is a big part of our lives. We shouldn't hate what we're doing. Increasing dopamine spikes around hyperpalatable food, we can't have that happen. And that is where deciding ahead of time is gonna be crucial as well, as well as keeping your fun foods in check. Eating foods you don't like, nobody wants to do that. I did that for so long, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm eating what I like and without disrupting sleep. All right, so these three pillars, of course, is the uh, number one is the eating protocol, the um, food, the times, and the amounts. Okay, that's number one. We've been working on that quite a bit actually. And of course, we know that food is 80% of weight loss, right? It's just that the other 20% can really, really get us bogged down. We can get bogged down in exercise, wonder why we're not losing more when we're exercising our buns off. Um, there are just a lot of things happening. Uh, when that 20%, but 80% or more is food, right? So we need to get this part right. And it has to be something that also, pillar number two, keeps our hunger and craving hormones and our chemicals, neurotransmitters all in check. 
So if we're not spiking our insulin like a crazy person eating so much junk food that we just crave, 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 we're not spiking our dopamine so much from hyperpalatable foods that keep us from being able to stay on the plan that we've created for ourselves. We're not overtaxing our cortisol by trying to do something so stringent that we despise and we're all stressed and then we can't keep it. Uh, we are increasing serotonin with good carbs, healthy carbs, and even some treats sometimes, right? We are taming our ghrelin through intermittent fasting. We are taming our leptin through intermittent fasting and real foods. Um, we are not needing as much willpower because of these other things that we are doing right. And we are avoiding seductive foods. And then the third pillar is thoughts and emotional management. And this is what I'm teaching this week and next week. And that is deciding ahead of time, developing habits, all right? Um, actually, deciding ahead of time does help a lot with emotional eating. All right, so that is a, a little refresher on the perfect storm. So when I did the picture protocol, I didn't talk, I didn't list specific foods necessarily for you to eat, um, but I, gave you, there were six protocols, keto, calories with a clear 80-20. Very important that if you say you're gonna eat 80-20, that you eat 80-20, that it truly is no more than 20% of those non-real kind of uh, processed birthday cake, wedding cake, ice cream sundae, s'mores, whatever it might be, that can't be over 20% or it's going to interfere in your dopamine spikes and your ability to stay on it. Macronutrient counting, and that's a calorie counting with also counting at least your protein. No flour, no sugar, no counting anything. You just never eat anything that's made of flour or sugar, including almond flour and coconut flour and anything that's compressed. Calories with low carb, not keto. So this is um, the, reason, the, the reason for this one, if somebody wants to do this one, um, and I do have two clients doing this. The reason for this one is that if we, not that carbs are bad, but if we keep our carbs in check, like up, like 100 carbs or something, all of a sudden we have eliminated those severe dopamine spikes because we've eliminated so much sugar and flour. You see, it's not that there's magic in 100, 100 carbs or magic in 30 carbs. It is that the magic is in the fact that what this does for me is this makes me able to stay on. Very, very cool. And then Weight Watchers points. So in here, which is also another way to, to curb those dopamine spikes, um, I think that if you were on Weight Watchers a long time ago and you had any success at all with Weight Watchers and you kind of liked it, that, that if you're looking for a protocol, you should go back to it. Because they penalize you for junk food now. They reward you for protein. They reward you for fiber. They reward you for fruits and vegetables and beans and legumes and eggs and chicken. They reward you for the things that set us up, the foods that set you up for weight loss success. It's actually quite phenomenal. Okay, so um, I had uh, one client who was doing that one. All right, so, um, and I was fully, fully impressed by, by it, no more, Brownie bites for two points, guys. <laughs> All right, so with this pick a protocol, there were some things that were really important that are going to come into play today when we talk about specifically um, making your um, food list, okay? 
it is that first of all, you have to do and don't eat. These are like generalities. These are not food lists, but generalities of what you do and do not eat on that specific protocol. Then there's a willing to. This is super important, right? Because if we're not willing to, then move on. All right, and there, these have check boxes so you can check them. But this is all taught in three different episodes, guys. So you'll want to listen to those. Complexity and adherence, what, two of the most important factors. Complexity is, this is way too complicated. Do not make me measure this. Do not make me count this. I'm not doing that. It's not happening. All the way to adherence. I might not have to measure anything on no flour, no sugar, but I can adhere to it. I can't stick to it. Adhere means to stick. I can't stick to it. And then other things are like who it's good for, uh, cost, um, kind of some fasting issues with those and so forth. Okay, so I'm gonna stop sharing for a minute. The reason this episode and next episode need to come after we've created our food protocol, so we know what our food protocol is, is because the first, uh, there are two things that we need to decide ahead of time. Well, three, if you consider Four or five or six. Okay, yes, I'm gonna follow a perfect storm of weight loss because Donna said it works. I believe her. I think all those things make sense. I am craving all the time. I do try to use willpower too much. I do give in to processed foods. I do not eat enough real food. I don't monitor my food amounts. I feel um, like my insulin has spiked a lot and I'm craving a lot. I feel like I'm out of control with dopamine spikes. I can see if I bring all of this together, like Donna said, it will change my life. Thank you. It will. I promise. Okay, so that's the first decision. You want to do the perfect storm, okay? Or anything like it. I mean, there are good programs out there. The Fat Loss Blueprint, oh my word, so, so good. Some macro groups are doing such a good job of bringing together all of these important components. Many, many people are doing it. I'm not the only one. Um, but I called it the perfect storm. Do you like that name? Some people said they didn't know what it meant. And I'm like, don't you know that, you know, when you have a storm front coming in, it's like the perfect storm of, you know, like this terrible, terrible monsoon or whatever. Anyway, I thought it was a good name. We're going to stick with it for now. All right. So the, then after you decide you're going to do the perfect storm, then you pick your protocol. And that was those three episodes. Then the first, then the one big decision that you have to make is what will be your foods? Okay, it's really easy to say, well, I'm on keto, so, you know, it's pretty much just, you know, fats, meats, nuts, cheese, um, whipping cream, um, avocados, olives, a few green vegetables, and a few berries, okay, um, and sugar substitutes and sugar-free chocolate and any kind of sugar-free keto product and pork rinds, <laughs> okay. But it's another thing to have a list. Like people say they do not like food rules, which is actually a shame because food rules, when we make them ourselves, they are fantastic, right? They are perfect for us because we are creating them ourselves. We are making our own rules. We're living by our own rules. Sounds kind of rebellious, doesn't it? You think about kids, right? You know how I always go back to kids. You know how much I love kids. I'll be back with all of, hopefully, hopefully I'll be back with all of my students in about um, five weeks. Praying that that will all happen. Sweet babies. Can't wait to see them all. Um, 
I have some really sweet students, I'm just saying. Okay, they're, they're sweet like you are. You're sweet too. All right, so it's one thing to say, these are the eight or 10 things I'm gonna eat. And it's another thing to have a food rule master document or food rule list or food list, okay? And the whole reason we want to decide ahead of time and the whole reason that I love the concept of the food list and why I have the food list that I created for you guys I also have one on my phone. The one on my phone says, um, instead of sugar, I have a little list called instead of sugar. And it has my favorite things on it that, um, because I do like um, sugar-free days so that I'm just kind of keep my, keep my um, I mean, almost sugar-free. I still have like low sugar jelly and some other things that maybe other people wouldn't consider um, and consider that to be. But I have my protein list because I do try to get uh, optimal protein, not necessarily high protein, but optimal protein. And then I have this list called, and of course I can't find it now that I'm on my phone, my Disney World phone case. Um, it's called Instead of Sugar, use your phone notes, people. Use your phone notes. They have a great, it has a great, it has an absolutely amazing um, um, search engine. All right. So I have my instead of sugar list and it is things, okay, it's a sugar-free day. I already have all my protein in for the day. So now I'm going to have some sugar-free caramel with some apples. I'm gonna have my apple and dip. I'm gonna have some sugar-free jello with whip. I'm gonna have uh, cherries or strawberries and my cream cheese whip. I'm gonna have peanut butter whip. I'm gonna have um, skinny chocolate. I'm gonna have French toast. I'm gonna have one of my sugar-free muffins. I'm gonna have a low sugar jelly toast or a low sugar jelly bread or a low sugar jelly biscuit. Cause I have, I always make stuff and keep it in the freezer like protein biscuits and um, things like that. I'm gonna have uh, cinnamon pecans. Um, I'm gonna have watermelon. I'm gonna have apple. I'm gonna have banana. Um, I just have this instead of sugar list that I can go to. So the, the, the idea of the food list is that you never have this is what you eat regularly. This is what you have decided ahead of time to eat. You're going to eat this on an ongoing basis. This is going to be the makeup of 80% of what you eat. And you know you can see it all the time, like in Weight Watchers, they have the blue foods list, the purple foods list, I think it's green. They have three different colors, three different protocols that you can be on with their points and so forth. Um, but they have, that's actually where I started my list was with their list because their food list now are 100% real foods. <laughs> it's their, their free food list, I should say. Their free food list is 100% real foods. So um, you have this list, you've decided ahead of time that 80% of the time, and you've got to measure that. I just talked about that in the Pick a Protocol um, series but you have decided ahead of time that this food list, even if you do like me and you put on there like um, cream cheese with a sugar-free chocolate chips in it, or you put on there low sugar jelly toast, or you put on there sugar-free cinnamon biscuit, whatever, you know, or sugar-free protein muffin, your list is yours to make your rules, you make your food rules. But the point is we decide ahead of time. 
So let's just revisit for a few moments the whole concept of deciding ahead of time. You heard me talk about it in episodes 21, 19, and 20, when I said the problem, one of the enemies of self-integrity is not deciding ahead of time. All right. You've heard me talk about it last week in the ABCs of self-integrity, how it has to have an attachment and it has to have a minimum baseline. Those have to be decided ahead of time. You can't just say, in the morning, I might go to the gym. Well, for dinner, I might make tuna casserole. I'll see. Right? We can't do that because of weight loss lifestyles, number 60 and 61, willpower, right? We know we don't have the willpower for that business. We simply do not. So here we go. Decisions ahead of time, prefrontal cortex. Number one, when you make a decision ahead of time with your prefrontal cortex, that is your adult brain, that is your planning, your thinking ahead, your care for yourself brain, it is the highest thinking part of your brain. When you make a decision with your prefrontal cortex, you are unaffected by emotion, by willpower, by cravings. Those things are do not come into play. Think about how when you make your diet on the weekend for Monday, how optimistic you are. And you're on Pinterest and you're searching and you're making phone notes and you're printing off recipes and you're so optimistic because that part of your brain is able to plan ahead and that part of your brain is thinking about your future self. That part of your brain is taking care of you, right? It's saying, this will be best for me. This is what will be best for me. And I will make that happen. So it is unaffected by emotions, willpower, and cravings. When we are doing that Saturday night, midnight, you know, food prepping on our phone and Pinterest and list making and all that. And then Sunday, we're going to clean out the pantry and go to the store. And then Monday's D-Day. When we do that, we don't have any like inhibitions or, or holdbacks from like um, willpower that's keeping us from doing it or, or something that's, you know, or cravings at that moment. Oh no, I just crave chocolate. I better put chocolate down. We don't do that. We think that we can do anything, right? Because we are unaffected by cravings, by dopamine spikes, by willpower lack at that moment. All right. Decisions in the moment, however, like Monday with no planning ahead, and Monday you go into the break room and there's Krispy Kreme. And did you know Krispy Kreme now fills their, uh, uh, what do they call their yeast donuts? They fill their yeast donuts around the edges and have a hole in the middle that's a thing of beauty. I just had one a few weeks ago at my sister's and I uh, hadn't had a donut. Oh my word, it was, it was really good. Um, anyway, that's a little Krispy Kreme distraction there. But you're in the break room and Krispy Kreme and those new donuts I just described are there and cream filled are your favorites because they're my favorites and maybe they're your favorites too. And you have no plan. You have no plan of attack. You have no decent muffin for later in the day. You have no plan for what time you're going to eat. You have no plan for how you're going to handle the break room, you haven't thought about it yet, you haven't made a plan, and you're wandering in, and you're like, today I was going to start, but nobody told me there's going to be Krispy Kreme, right? And that is our primal brain. That is made in the moment. In the moment, willpower is gone, especially if it's later in the day, right? We learned that from episode 1661 of Weight Loss Lifestyle. If it's later in the day, you may as well just go ahead and put three of those donuts on your plate and take it back to your cubicle, right? <laughs> or maybe more. Um, 
because our primal brain is made to avoid discomfort. And we are uncomfortable when we say no to those donuts, right? We don't want to say no to the donuts. The primal brain, the toddler brain seeks happiness and immediate gratification. And we know that we would get immediate gratification from those donuts. Now, later on, we won't like it, but we would like it in the moment. Decisions in the moment need willpower. And this is why we have to write our decisions down. That's why I made this food list for you, because it's going to be a starter for you that you could add to it. So the first big decision or the one big decision, because next week's going to be the daily decisions. Those are the little ones. They teach you how to make those. But today, the one big decision that we need to make ahead of time is what we eat. And I know a lot of people say, I just don't want to be that stringent. I just don't want to be that strict. I just don't want to be that, you know, encumbered. I just don't want to be that narrow. But then I have to ask, how did it work when you were unencumbered? How did it work for you when you weren't this strict? How did it work for you when you didn't have a list? How did it work for you when you were more broad? Right? It didn't work for us then. And so we have to accept the fact that we need more boundaries and that we need more times when we are using our prefrontal cortex and fewer times that we are using our toddler brain. So I'm going to share again and go to this food list because I really want you to print it off. There's not a lot of collar on it. Okay. So um, I think there's just a little bit of collar on the front. That's my great graphics girl there who did that. I think there's just a little bit of color there. That's cute and darling. If I had it my way, everything would be splashed with color because I love it. She just put a little here and there uh, to save ink. Okay, to save color ink. All right, so the food lists are as follows. Um, Weight Watchers, um, free, let me write something down here. Weight Watchers, blue, free food list. That's a mouthful. All right, um, and this is where I started when I made all of these lists for you. There are four different lists. So you can choose whichever one most closely resembles how you are planning to eat, and then you can print it and develop it. Or you can print the whole thing and then you know, look off the other list to see if there's anything missing that you might put on yours. Okay, so the first one is the Weight Watchers Blue Free Foods List. And as I mentioned before, Weight Watchers has three colors, and this is, um, the one that is like a moderate free food list, which means um, it's uh, all real foods and it's almost all fat-free, okay? Now, I don't advocate fat-free unless it works for you. Fat-free works for a lot of people. And, we're, and the extremes, very, very low carb, very, very low fat are both found to be wildly successful for people if it's their thing, if they can adhere sticky, 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 right? Stick to it. Um, so this is the blue foods list from Weight Watchers. So I have just taken it and put it into categories. A lot of times they're in alphabetical order or whatever. And I, I like categories. I like categories for everything in my life. So I made categories for you. So, um, and then they're in alphabetical order under the categories because language arts lady, after all, what did you expect, right? All right. And so then there are spaces where you can put in your foods, okay? So you can add your foods to uh, those categories, all right? And so that's one list you can use. Now, there's a note at the bottom that says, 
The foods given here from the 2020 Weight Watchers Blue 200 Free Foods list are extremely low calorie. You can lose, use this list to begin to create your own real food list. And then it says the categories are for additions of other foods by the user, though these will not necessarily be low fat or real. So let me just... Um, All right, so that's the first list. And uh, um, parentheses and um, bold font, what are those? Parentheses are my additions. That's right, parentheses are my additions, okay? And then the next one is real foods list, and this is nothing but all real foods. I, I suggest you start here. Now, these are also, um, the cursive foods are, and categories are my real foods. So like some people don't make potato bakes, some people don't make pizza cups, some people don't make tuna casserole, but I do. So those are on my list and you can just wipe those out and add your own, all right? So um, they are additions of other healthy and real foods there. And then the third list is very low carb. And this uh, has a very low carb list. And again, um, there are, there's a key here, LF equals low fat, LS equals low sugar, SF equals sugar-free, LC equals low carb. All right, so you can take any one of these lists. The last one is um, low fat. So this kind of takes the um, Weight Watchers list to another level. So um, of what some of these, the italics are things that I added for myself that you can use or take off. All right, so the big decision that you need to make ahead of time is your food rules. 80% of the time you are going to eat whatever you say you're going to eat. So that list needs to be comprehensive. It needs to be enjoyable. It needs to be um, uh, food you love. It needs to be accessible. It needs to be tasty. I mean, they need to, you know, not that you're always going to I just eat tasty things. So, you know, sometimes I just need a salad and broccoli or green beans or whatever, but it needs to be something that you will stick to. All right. First big decision ahead of time, print that off, white out, make your own list based on the protocol that you picked from 17, 18 and 19, based on that protocol, make your list, get, get your food list and make it and make next week. I'm going to teach you how to do the daily, but in the meantime, make your daily food be 80% of that and only 20% specials, all right? I'll see you next week, and think, feel, eat uh, on next Thursday.